Welcome to the Way Forward Podcast, where we tackle the hard life questions so we can rest in the now and be equipped for the way forward. I'm your host, Hannah Fothery. Happy New Year, everyone. After a few weeks off to enjoy the holiday season with friends and family, we are back and ready for new episodes every Monday. I hope you all had a great Christmas, New Year, time with friends and family, or whatever you did the last few weeks. I also hope you're feeling a little rejuvenated from the craziness of the holiday season. To get us back in the swing of things, I wanted to do a fun episode about kicking off the new year. It seems like every January, we get these awesome ideas of what the following year will look like. We establish goals, dreams, and feel renewed that this could be our year. What would it look like if we rid of the things that hinder us from moving forward and took bold steps into 2022? What would happen if we had full faith that God hears us, sees us, and knows us? That in 2022, he could do unimaginable things in our lives and the lives of others. To kick off this episode, let's reflect on 2021. Because I think in order to find our way forward into this new year, we need to reflect on the good and the bad of this past year and carry those lessons, memories, or whatever else to continue our growth. So this week, I have Taylor here returning with me to reflect and to dream in 2022. So Taylor, we're going to first talk about what your favorite memory of 2021 was. And if you're listening right now, I would encourage you to answer this question yourself. Pause this episode right now or when you get into a position to reflect, write it down. I think it's always a great idea to write down what we're grateful for. So in years to come, we can look back and see how God has carried us through. So Taylor, what would your answer be to this question? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on again, Hannah. Um, you know, first off, I think you're you're absolutely right uh, that you should r- stop and write these things down. Um, if you're the kind of person who just heard that and thought, eh, I'll just remember it or I'll think about it maybe later. Um, I understand your position. I'm typically in that same mindset that uh, I hate taking notes and I typically convince myself that I'll just uh, remember it in the future. Um, but uh, that doesn't always go so well. I, I, I've been surprised, you know, Hannah and I, we have, um, we have two different anniversary books. We have a Christmas book and a actual anniversary book right. that we fill out um, every year on Christmas or anniversary and write down uh, everything that we were kind of going through back then, what we thought was important, what were we were worried about then. And it's crazy how it seems like we've forgotten so much stuff over stuff that we've just been writing. Like, you know, this only been a couple of years that we've been writing books or filling these things in and how quickly those moments get far away. Um, and I've forgotten a lot of them. So I would encourage you, everyone to write down some of their favorite memories. Just maybe keep it on a separate note in your phone uh, that you update every year or even get a journal, but it really is a good idea. So um, yeah, with that said, I, you know, I think I'd say I have a uh, several favorite things from, uh, 2021. Um, I loved going on vacation. We did a couple of vacations this year, one to Disney, uh, which I just love seeing you and your element. Like Hannah is a Disney person enthusiast. Um, yes. and, and you, I think we should go back. Yes. You've made that noted many times. Um, but you know, I love seeing you share one of your favorite places with me and getting to see your just excitement there. And, um, and so I love that piece. We also went to Rhode Island and got to do it like a, it's just a different experience getting to see a new town history food all that sort of stuff um you know i think um a lot of people talk about how difficult adulting is yes. um and it totally is difficult uh but being adult 
being an adult does have some benefits. Uh, in particular, when you're on vacation, you get to decide what you want to do. If you want to blow all your money on something that only you think is fun, you can. And if I wouldn't the, recommend spending Yeah, I'm not saying, yeah. yes, you should do that, but you can if you want to. Yeah. And if there's something that everyone says, oh, you have to do this when you go on that vacation, but you have absolutely no interest in it, you don't have to. And so I think that's one of the one fun things that I realized this year on vacation is we get to make those decisions. And that was that was really fun. Um, aside from vacations this year, I think the other thing that I really enjoyed was building our community. Um, we have, you, I mean, you've pour, been pouring into your high school community of girls. I've been pouring into a college group. And then together, we've been kind of building this community with other married couples and friends in the area. And um, that's been really rewarding and fun to see that grow this year. I love that. I probably have the same answer as you on this question. Um Probably top favorite things would be going to Disney or our trip to Boston in the New England area. Um, as Taylor just said, I love Disney World. It is like top five favorite places for me to visit. And going with you for your first time was truly magical. Uh, we had beautiful weather that week and we got to ride pretty much everything that we wanted to. Um, and kind of like Taylor said, it was our first like real adult vacation that we took together like yes we went on our honeymoon which was like just us but um that was like our first big trip that we paid for in full and we planned and all that good stuff um and going to boston and new england was really fun i have shared before that we were supposed to fly to boston and we were at the airport and our first flight to atlanta was super delayed and we were going to miss our flight from atlanta to boston and so we last minute drove home and then drove 14 hours to Rhode Island because I ran a marathon the next day. And so that trip was started very differently than we expected. Yeah. It was a long uh, journey to get there, but it was incredibly fun. Um, but on a serious note, I would just say that my favorite memory has been just the growth that um, we've seen in our marriage this year. And, and like you said, in our community, um, just one example, I had this huge event this year on my birthday in June, and the following day I was prepping to debrief from the event and spend the weekend with your parents, and the following morning I realized I could not locate my wedding or engagement ring, and after searching for an hour-ish, we nothing happened, and so we went to work, and I sobbed my entire way to work and I was at work and my boss was like, you know what, just go home. You worked really hard the last few days. I know you're distraught about this. Just go home and look. And so I tore our house apart looking and nothing came up. Um, and as horrible as that moment was, you were so incredibly kind and gentle to me in that process. You didn't yell at me or make me feel guilty for losing them. And you said, you know, if it comes to it, we'll get you new ones. And all I can remember thinking in that time was um, you could either A, make me feel horrible about losing my rings or two, B, help me and love me through that time. And that's exactly what you did. And it just really opened my eyes to how we were called to love others. And thankfully, the next day you found my rings. And so we didn't have to buy new ones, which I really didn't want to do, but um, I just say this year our marriage has felt more cohesive, that we communicate better, we love better by showing each other love via our love languages. We have 
better boundaries with outside factors for our lives so we can keep our marriage in a healthy place. Uh, so next question, um, what was something difficult that you worked through in 2021 that has shaped you for the way forward? Uh, well, you know, I've talked about the work-life balance a lot and how that can be really difficult. I think especially at this early stage in your life where you're trying to define both of them. Um, but, uh, and I think for me, I have a particular extra struggle with that because I have this entrepreneurial mindset, which means leads me to think that if I, if I want to have a successful career, then I have to always be working. And, uh, you know, if I'm always working, that doesn't really leave much room in my life for other responsibilities like you and our family and our community. And, and so, uh, you know, I think the, that has been a real challenge for me this year is understanding that balance. Um, I will say some of the vacations that we've gone on have, um, really helped me with that balance, uh, being away for, you know, a week at a time, two times throughout the year here has kind of helped me see that. Uh, the company isn't hinged on me being there. And I think that's kind of a, a good thing to embrace, to realize that while you you are undoubtedly an important per, part of whatever business that you're doing, um, you're not the sole thing that holds it together. And it, it's a humbling thing to realize. And I think it kind of has helped me stop and rest every now and then and, and, and keep a little bit better at that balancing that. I love that. Um, I personally would say, um, for me, just working through busyness, which is actually, um, the episode that we're going to talk about next week. Um, I've shared on this podcast before that I love quality time. I love one-on-one -on -one time with people. Um, if I could spend all my time in coffee shops with people every single day, that would be the ultimate dream. Um, but with that in my actual job and serving in our church and growing community and keeping our marriage a priority and growing this business, I've realized that I simply can't do everything. I can't be best friends with every human on this planet. I can't be at everything. And realizing that is so hard for me. And that partly stems from me wanting to feel like I belong, but also just because I, I crave quality time. So last year, I felt really convicted to press into time management and making sure that my week includes a full day of rest. And so in January, I scheduled how much time I have to do things each week, um, you know, 40 hours for work, eight hours of sleep, commute time, quiet time. And what I did from there was say, okay, this is the amount of time that I have left over to do extra things. And when I, um, if I say four hours a week with friends, if I hit that maximum, then I can't hang out with somebody else until the next week just to really keep those boundaries and my time management um, a priority. So I think that's kind of the big thing for me for this year. So Taylor, what are some key lessons that you learned in 2021 that you want to carry into 2022? Yeah. Um, well, I, we've talked about this one before, so I'll try to keep it brief on this piece, but um, you know, we've talked about how important it is to date, continue to date your spouse. And that some we've talked about somehow that's been a struggle at certain parts earlier on in our marriage. Um, and I think we really learned the importance of that about three quarters of the way through 2020. Um, I'm terrible with where that would put me at with months, but uh, like September. Okay, good, great. So, yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah, so, you know, part over halfway through 2020, we kind of came to that realization. And so I think we really applied most of that realization and the, and, and the progress to move forward in 2021. So 
Um, you know, I think we were, I'm pretty happy with the progress we made in 2021 of pursuing each other and having a balanced marriage. And I would love to see us continue to um, work in that as we're in 2022 now. Um, I think on the other hand, uh, the other thing I'd really like to continue to um, build on that I learned from last year is building the community and engaging with other people. Um, I don't want to just generalize, um, but I think you women, I don't know, I don't want to say women, but I, I, the women that I'm around, I see this more, are better at um, communicating and like constantly staying in touch with one another. Um, I'm not really sure why that is, but like you are constantly keeping up to date with uh, friends that we have. You, you, you know what's going on in their life. You know what they're walking through. Whereas I'm basically, I just catch up with them when I see them again, uh, which kind of leaves some big gaps in between uh, conversations and time and stuff. And, you know, I've had friends who have completely changed career paths, gotten very ill, and then gotten better, moved across the country before I have ever had checked back in with them. And and I'm talking about like close friends. So like, that's kind of sad. Uh, whereas, you know, you're like, I, I know what they're doing today and they had a bad day yesterday. And I, I love that you have that sort of relationship with people. And I think um, that's something I would like to kind of build on this year. Um, and that way I can continue to kind of build and, and, and pour into people um, around us. So um, I think that's something I would really like to work on this year. And to your credit, you do that. You've done that better in 2021 than even 2020. And we joke, but if you know Taylor at all, like part of the reason that has helped is you got a new phone and so you get notifications and, um, but I love that. Um, I yeah. personally would say two things. Um, one relationships and two boundaries. So from listening already, if this episode or any episode, you might realize that I love people. I want to help serve love and be there for others in any way that I can. And I have a tendency to spread myself too thin, which in turn inhibits my ability to grow deep relationships, which is actually what I crave most. So like my passion for people can be my greatest strength and my greatest weakness. So again, I've just really been learning to balance my time and let God lead where our community will lie. So instead of trying to force relationships with every possible person I meet, we've really leaned into our small group or pre-existing friendships and pursued those relationships so that they can stay strong. And we've been so blessed with just some incredible friends in Knoxville, which has been a prayer of ours since the day that we moved here. Yeah. And in terms of boundaries, I think another thing for my personality, which again, I'm an Enneagram too, I've learned this year that healthy boundaries are so important. And whether that means saying no to things that I really don't have time for or a relationship that might not be healthy for me or even a boundary to keep my marriage or my relationship with Christ or my own personal health um, in a healthy biblical spot. So I've shared that I really struggle with anxiety. And so I've learned, you know, what those triggers are for me and healthy ways to cope. And part of that uh, for me has included creating healthy boundaries. Okay. So one last question regarding the past year, uh, what do you want to leave behind in 2021? Well, uh, you kind of talked about it for a second with, with my new phone and stuff like that. Uh, I think I would probably say timeliness. Um, um, I believe it or not, for those of you who know me now, uh, and Hannah can probably testify to this, 
uh, or I guess before I, I was, I used to be very punctual. Uh, I like to get wherever I was going five, 10 minutes ahead of time. If someone texted me, I was right on responding. Uh, but now, um, I'm not so, so much that I, I kind of roll in whenever I get there. And, uh, let's just say if you need to get a hold of me, texting me is not the not way to do it. Way. You need, no. you just need to call me because yeah. it may be a week before I respond back to it. Yep. Um, and you know, that's okay when you're to a certain extent, when you're independent, but when you're married and you have responsibilities, that's not, not so great. And so, um, I would, I would like to leave some of that in the past. I'm not sure how that all changed to where I'm at and, and, and where I, how I got delayed on some of those things and, and my punctuality left. Um, but that's not fair to everyone around me. And I would like to see that piece kind of be left in 2021. I'm going to remember that, which is so funny because you promised me that you were so timely, but since I've known you, like, it's always like, okay, I'm five, 10 minutes late, which is. Yeah. I think Hannah so came in right after the tipping point of like, ah, I'm kind of over being on time. Yeah. And uh, which I love to be on, like, if I'm not on time, I'm late. So it's, it's a good balance, I guess. Um, I would say I want to leave the desire and push to control behind in 2021, um, mostly controlling how things will happen and when things will happen and worrying if I will do something that will completely mess up a relationship. And I really struggle with that. Like if I, you know, accidentally mess up and it's something totally minute, I can get hyper-focused and think, oh my goodness, like, did I just hinder this relationship to the point of no return? Um, and you know, like I said, we all make mistakes, but, um, I want to rid of the feeling that I have to earn relationships and, you know, quality. And even with like my relationship with Christ, like I don't have to earn that, like it's already done for me. So, um, yeah, just working on passing that mindset. Um, so thinking forward, what is one goal you want to accomplish for 2022 or what is your overall dream for this next year? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if I have one goal. Um, I think of my time in four different channels, I guess you could say, you know, there's the work channel, our relationship channel, our, you know, my community, our community and then faith. And so um, I have different goals for each one, because if I just set one goal, something might not get the attention it needs because the goal may not have as great an impact uh, and in that once and over all the channels. And so there are certainly some goals that, that cross all the channels, but work is usually one that's more isolated, at least with my line of work. So, uh, I guess if I had to summarize my goals for this year, um, I would love to see in the workspace, I would love to see some big projects come to life. Uh, you know, we've been working on some stuff for over a year at work and I would love to see them get across the finish line, um, and the marriage group area. I would love to continue to learn how to better communicate and grow with you. Um, for our community side, I would love to continue to develop relationships uh, that we've been building over this past year and making this space feel more like home. And then I guess with my faith piece, I would really uh, like to spend more time sharing the faith with my college guys. You know, we've been building that group up and uh, it's been really fun this last year seeing that grow. Um, but not only am I seeing those guys grow, but to, in order for me to lead them, 
I have to be continually learning. And so I, I think that's a really good way for my faith to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess on top of that, just because I've been I've been working on this for like two years, uh, I started reading the Bible cover to cover when we were still living in Louisville because I just I've always wanted to do that. And um, well, I'm two years in now and Hannah's done it twice almost now for a year, like doing it with some other studies. And I would like to finish that. Like I'm, I'm, I've been put two years into this. I would just like to finish that. So I would love to see that happen this year. I love that. I personally, so I'm one of those people that I usually pick a word or phrase for a year. And for 2022, um, my, it's really a phrase, but it's joyful expectancy. And so I, Taylor, I joke with you all the time about the Bible says we don't receive because we don't ask. And yes, it, and, but and, you loop that in with some stuff sometimes. But and in time capacity, like yes, like that. Uh, there is a scripture. I think it's in Matthew that says that. But when I think about the actual context of that verse, I think God can do so much more when we joyfully approach Him and trust that He has us, that He's there for us, He hears us, and He's going to do great things to through us. And so. My hope and prayer for this year is to trade in my own expectations and, and yeah, let God know, you know, what's on my heart and what are my desires and passions, but trade in what the world says and be joyfully expectant for what God has for this year. And um, maybe more on like a practical or, you know, things that I actually like will do throughout the year would be um, I have been working on a draft for a book for about a year. And so I'd love to finish the first draft um, and kind of what you said, Taylor, like continue to grow in our marriage and continue to grow in the friendships that we've established in Knoxville and just um, digging deeper roots here. You know, it our first year, it was kind of a whirlwind of how do we be married? How do we grow community? How do we do this in a place where we really don't know anybody? And, you know, almost two and a half years in, we, we've got a, a decent handle and I just would love to see um, those things continue. Um, so what is something new that you want to try this year? <laughs> well, I'm sure you and a bunch of other people in my life, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, would, when I hear that question, would love to hear me say, I'm going to, this year, I'm going to eat a bunch of new healthy vegetables. Um, but I am thinking about getting off of some, some sugar breakfast stuff. I've been thinking about that. Okay. So uh, maybe you heard it here first, guys. Maybe, maybe I'll stop eating as many pop tarts. Um, they've been hurting my teeth and maybe yeah. that's, maybe that's a point. So uh, maybe that um, I, I'm, we've got some trips planned that I think are going to have some cool new adventures to them, um, which I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, I don't know that I have a, a an overarching just something crazy, um, but I don't know. Some we usually get partway through the year and it's something sounds really exciting, and we're like, "Let's do it!" Let's do it. Um, so I today I don't know what that crazy thing is going to be. Maybe maybe to getting off of pop tarts will be my crazy thing <laughs> for this year, uh, which probably would be a good thing for my long term yeah. health. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I love that. You guys heard it here first. We're going to hold Taylor accountable to. A healthier uh, diet and just more fruits and veggies. He's grimacing right now, but we're going to work on it. Um, you live in the South. Fried foods is good. Fried foods aren't bad, but it just doesn't need to be everything. Meat and potatoes is not an everyday necessity. So I think I would say 
probably new adventures. I don't know. We love to do things. I think, you know, we love gifts and, and receiving things. And, um, but I think most often we both are like, yeah, let's go do X, Y, Z. Um, and so I don't really know what that will look like this year, but generally our memories together revolve around us trying something, you know, crazy and new. And we have a trip, um, out West plan to go to like Zion and Bryce Canyon and Grand Canyon and a few other parks. And so I'm excited for that because neither of us have been to that part of the country. And, you know, some things that we've tried in the past, like you took me snow skiing for Valentine's Day and I was terrified to do that because I had never done it before, but I had so much fun. And so just trying new things this year in general, whatever that, you know, may be that pops up. But um, my my hope is that as new experiences come that I won't be in my head about trying them. So, you know, if we go deep sea fishing or bouldering or surfing, I don't know about that one. Oh, no, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm kind of scared of being eaten by a shark, but we will see. So thank you for tuning into this special New Year's episode. I hope today has encouraged you to dream for 2022 and uh, remember everything that we've learned from 2021 and even previous years. Uh, tune in next week for a special episode where we will be talking about busyness. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along in this journey. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and share with your friends or on social media. We'll be back next week to discuss a brand new topic and how to find the way forward while resting in the now. We'll see you then.